Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Daily Tech News Show is powered by you and hats. To find out more, head to dailytechnewsshow.com slash support. This is the Daily Google News for Tuesday, May 8th, 2018 in Los Angeles. I'm Tom Merritt. And with some other news to contribute from Studio Feline, I'm Sarah Lane. And from Finland, I'm Patrick. Sorry, I'm a little bit tired today. <laughs> There's a lot of news out there to wade through. It'll tire a man out, plus the time difference between us. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, we have Roger Chang to bring us all together. Hello, I'm here to bring people together. Yes. He's like an infinity gauntlet of tech news no he that is, doesn't work either. i was we, thinking I, more like a large pizza pie where everyone sits around the table oh, that's mm. much better yeah the soul With slice the lazy susan the time slice kinda, yeah. yeah the mushroom but no anchovy slice most of the show is going to be about google io not pizza but let's start with a few tech things you should know Google's research department, which includes computer vision, healthcare, machine learning, among other things, is rebranding under the name Google AI, which will include all of research.google.com channels and affiliated social links like Twitter and Google Plus channels. Well, they thought everybody was looking at Microsoft Build and Google I.O. Facebook just shook up the house. Chris Cox will now run a new division in Facebook called Family of Apps. That'll include Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, and Messenger. David Marcus, who was running Messenger, will now run a new team dedicated to the blockchain, which alongside AR, VR, and AI will be part of a new division called New Platforms and Infra under CTO Mike Schrupfer. And Vice President of Growth Javier Olivan will now oversee a third division called Central Product Services, which includes shared features like ads and security. And to top it all off, uh, remember Jan Coombe left WhatsApp? Well, they've got a new boss. Chris Daniels takes over as VP of WhatsApp. Uh, Daniels most recently was running Facebook's Internet.org efforts. They're the folks that offer free basics by Facebook. Hey, couldn't they have called it new platforms and infrastructure like, do they have to try and sound cool? Listen, by calling I'm just copying infra? and pasting from Recode with that name. I don't know that that's the official name. It so could before be we start, infrared. Before we start throwing <laughs> stuff at them, let's let's just be careful. That's 
Microsoft announced better terms for Windows developers selling apps in its Microsoft Store, reducing its share of the revenue of the revenue it collects from third-party Windows apps that aren't games. The new terms give developers 95% of sales and 85% if Microsoft helps surface the app through spotlights or as part of a collection. For games, Microsoft still collects 30% of revenue for apps of, on a non-subscriber basis and 15% of subscription-based uh, game apps. No word exactly when these changes will go live. Basically, Microsoft saying, please, please use our app store. Please. Yeah, I mean, it's undercutting both the Google Play and the, the Apple's app store, uh, which both take 30% of apps across the board. So it'll be interesting to see if this encourages more development. Square is launching Square for Restaurants, a software platform for restaurant operations that handles booking tables and managing that after-meal check. Square acquired on-demand food delivery business Caviar back in 2014 for a reported $90 million. Now it's coming to light a little bit why that acquisition was made. It's part of the new restaurant system. Square says its software has the ability to update menus and floor layouts remotely, performance tracking, tip splitting, fraud protection as well. Square for Restaurants is the company's third point of sale offering after launching Square for Retail and Square for Appointments for service-based businesses. Twitter for Android's application package shows code for encrypted direct messages, you know, DMs. A secret conversation option could help Twitter better complete encrypted communication or compete with encrypted and communication apps like Signal, Telegram, WhatsApp. APKs often contain code for unlaunched features that companies are testing before the features go live, if they go live. There's no guarantee. Uh, 18 months ago, whistleblower Edward Snowden asked Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey for encrypted DM. And Dorsey at the time said that's reasonable and something we'll think about. So maybe they did it. The real question is, when will Twitter uh, include a stories functionality? That's what I wanted. That's not the real question. Uh, it might be. It's, it's a different question. Okay, fine, fine. <laughs> it's additional you and your, question. Your <laughs> semantics. <actual> statements. <laughs> Android appears to now be recognizing Amazon's voice assistant as a possible Google Assistant substitute for the same way it does uh, Microsoft's Cortana. So you can set Alexa to be your default assist app instead of Google Assistant. You'll need Amazon's Alexa app, then make the switch in the settings, apps, default apps, assist, and voice input uh, setting. After a long press on your home button, your new Amazon default assistant will fire up. This is huge. uh, Assistant would. Yeah. Yeah, this is a very, very, very good move, in my opinion, on Google's part. Hey, folks, don't forget that you can get all the tech headlines each day in about five minutes by subscribing to Daily Tech Headlines, available on the Amazon Echo, the Google Home, and the Anchor app, or at dailytechheadlines.com. All right, let's talk a little bit more about Google I.O. We're going to go through... Uh, the groups of announcements they had today. First thing I want to give acknowledgement to is accessibility. Google adding Morse code to Gboard for accessibility. It comes to Gboard on iOS and Android now. Uh, Granted, they could do more, but it's nice to see that Google and Microsoft both continued this trend of, of treating accessibility seriously in their keynotes. They have an image to make up for the big tech companies. Yeah, and if people are like, wait a minute, Morse code? How is that accessible? Uh, the example they used was a couple who are developers, one of which uh, can't speak, uh, and she has limited mobility, so she's able to just tap left or right to create dots and dashes, 
which is makes it easier for her to type out things that are then spoken by text to speech. That's amazing. I yeah. love it. So, uh, so cool. In the artificial intelligence realm, Google Photos will start suggesting fixes to photos. Like it'll say, oh, did you want to rotate that? Looks like it's on its side. Or, eh, it's a little bright. We can dim that down for you, or vice versa. Can also recognize people in photos and offer to share the photos with those people. Uh, there's a colorize option, so you can make your black and white or sepia tone cut photos color using a little AI. Uh, Google Photo Scan can fix photos of documents by zooming in and cropping them and also turn them into PDFs if you want. Uh, Google also announced Tensor Processor Unit 3, which is, of course, optimized for Google TensorFlow. And Gmail's getting Smart Compose, which pops up suggestions to complete the sentence you're writing. You just press tab if you want to accept the suggestion. That's going to roll out to all users this month. Sounds scary. What? It's not scary. Make you sure just don't press tab if you don't want it to say Well, but that. make sure you read the autocomplete, you know? Oh, right, right. Yes. Uh, I love the idea. You know, when I first read about, like, black and white photos going to color, what in the world? Like, aren't we all making our colors photos black and white, you know, for artistic <laughs> purposes? Right, right. However, if, you regret if you're that scanning option. old photos or otherwise, you know, want, want to go the other way, that's pretty cool. It's yeah, it's a little bit of a specific use, but when you do have a use for it, it's uh, it's really nice. It's really impressive how the scope of suggestions that AIs can uh, uh, create is getting wider and wider. I mean, if we just take the example of Gmail, we've had suggestions for words for a long time, uh, especially on on mobile phones, uh, keyboards, and now it's actually suggesting entire bits of sentences and we'll have to wait and see how relevant they are but it's so contextually complex that it's even more impressive than words obviously um it's just it keeps chugging along you know and and however worried we might be about where this is going it doesn't seem like it it's going to stop anytime soon so I, it probably says a lot about me that the PDF thing was probably the thing I was most excited about. Uh, let's talk about Google Assistant, which, of course, incorporates a lot of this AI. Google Assistant will now be able to answer follow-up questions without you needing to say the trigger phrase over and over. Google calls that continued conversation. Uh, Assistant will also be able to handle multiple requests in one sentence. Uh, for instance, I could say, what was the Cardinals score last night and how many RBIs did Marcelo Zuna have? And Assistant will be able to parse that and say, oh, the Cardinals won 3-2 and Ozuna had three RBIs or whatever. Uh, the big one, though, that everyone's talking about is Google Duplex, which brings together text-to-speech and deep learning. Google showed off using the assistant to make calls to real locations that didn't know it was a bot. They did one with a salon and one with a restaurant where assistant understood the context, had verbal pauses like ums and ahs, and was able to book appointments and reservations. Uh, Google will use this to phone businesses to get holiday hours and update the listings automatically starting this summer. Uh, this was definitely something where they said it's not ready for everybody to use yet. It doesn't work all the time, but we just kind of wanted to show it off. And it was pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. It was unbelievable. Like, literally, I cannot <laughs> okay. believe that it actually works the way they're uh, presenting it. And they were pretty straightforward in saying, you know, it doesn't always work like this. And they even have a, a few examples. They just uh, published an article detailing the whole thing and they have examples where it doesn't work. And But even if it works half as well as they're advertising it, 
I'm telling you, I, I cannot believe it works this well. You have to go and listen to one of those conversations to check out how impressive it is. I, I trust Google enough that I think they are at least close to that representation. But if I didn't know how good they are, I would, you know, if you listen to the conversation, no one in the world would, would assume that this was not a human being speaking. Yeah, it was it's not readily apparent, incredible. especially because it would talk over the person on the phone and say, uh, oh, I gotcha. And things like that. Like it, it was very natural. Now, Pachai admitted he's like, not every one of the tests that we've done has been <laughs> has been as smooth as the ones you're hearing now. Uh, and the, the one with the restaurant was not smooth on the side of the restaurant. The restaurant kept misunderstanding what it was saying. And it had to adapt to that and understand that there was a misunderstanding and then try to correct the misunderstanding, which was impressive. So I, I doubt that it works that well all the time. We saw the two really impressive versions of this, which is why well, it's hard to believe. I think it's it's expected that it wouldn't work that well all the time. But honestly, the fact that it might work that well some of the time even is already impressive. You know, it's already kind of unbelievable that it would be able to achieve this even a portion of the attempts that it does. Here's a really dumb question. So, you know, in 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 real life, let's say I'm calling my hair salon and I want an appointment, right? And so I'm essentially giving them the reverse phone tree where, you know, things get to a point without me having to do anything, you know, without them having to actually talk to me. What is the benefit from someone being confused to the point where they think that Google duplex is really a person. Because you don't have to do it yourself. You just but, say, but, hey, Google, but, but book if they me an knew what I was doing, what does it matter that I'm using Google duplex? Why does it have to mimic a person to the point where they wouldn't be able to discern the difference? Oh, because they don't know that it's a bot. And the, if, if they, it introduced itself by saying, hello, I am a bot and I am going to make an appointment for my master, they, they would, Pick, you know, they would hang up immediately. I, I think the point, the point is not to fool them. The point is to be able to handle whatever the person on the other line end says. In a way that would make and a so, human comfortable. Well, it's not even, yeah, yeah it's just like no, the I result think of being able to understand the other person causes them to think they're talking to a human. But the point isn't to fool them. The point is, let's make sure we are able to handle this conversation. Well, yes and no. I do think the point is also to fool them a little bit because any business that would have a system in place to handle automated uh uh, conversations or you know reservation systems would not need this it's kind of like designing a robot to use a door and a handle you know it's it's using uh something that was designed for humans so it's kind of mimicking the human so that it doesn't have to you know the the, the environment doesn't have to be designed for it i think here it's the same thing google uh, uh creates a system that any to to adapt to a uh, uh, human interaction so that on the side of the business, they don't have to do anything. They're just receiving a phone call. Right. All right. A few more Google Assistant news uh, pieces. There's a setting called Pretty Please launching later this year that teaches children to use polite language. Uh, for instance, when children say please, Assistant responds with positive reinforcement. Uh, also will not work if they don't say the magic word. Google's adding six new voice variants to Google Assistant built on a system called WaveNet to make it more natural sounding. And later this year, John Legend's voice will be available. Oh, I've been waiting for that. <laughs> right? 
Wow. Uh, which means that all the calls to salons and restaurants will be made by John Legend in the future. And uh, Google demonstrated Lenovo smart displays with Google Assistant, and those devices are coming in July. So how do you guys feel about the idea that Google's like, well, let's make kids more polite uh, by using this very specific uh, sociological way of doing so? I have to say... It's an option. It's not on by... It's not forcing them. It's for parents to be like, yeah, we want to teach the kids to be polite. Yeah. It would be nice if you could um, customize that. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 okay. The the thing that impressed me a little bit more was the John Legend thing. I wonder how much they paid him to to, oh, wow. to do that. And how do they have restrictions on how they can use his voice? Like it's everyone you're going to see people yeah. have a Google assistant say silly and offensive things with John Legend's they, voice. No, the key was um, you are legend's voice will be used in certain contexts. Right, right. That is the key takeaway phrase. Uh, Google News is getting a redesign. It'll aim to help you keep up, understand, and support the sources. Google News will use reinforcement learning, an AI training technique, to better understand your behaviors and give you five top stories right at the top when you open the app. New tabs will include a For You section, a Headlines section, a Favorites section, and the Newsstand will move into Google News. That'll contain local news and YouTube videos. Not the Newsstand, but the whole thing. A feature called Newscasts will give you an automatically generated preview of a story from multiple sources. Another feature called Full Coverage will organize stories into a viewable timeline. And Subscribe with Google will give you access across platforms of more than 60 publishers, so you don't have to log in again if you're on the web or iOS or Android. All that comes to Android, iOS, and the web in 127 countries now, and everybody should have it by next week. Well, as somebody who uses Google News religiously, particularly for daily tech headlines, um, I welcome uh, these advancements. Google News is already an invaluable tool for me, so anything that makes it more robust, I'm into it. I hate them. 
You hate them. I, I use Google News the way it works right now. I don't want them messing with the way it's presented. I'm going to have to come up with a new way of doing things. Yeah. Well, well old, yeah. old man Tom. I'm yelling at cloud. Uh, I know. Newscast, <laughs> newscasts are essentially uh, stories adapted to this format. It was very rem- reminiscent of the stories format again. Um, but I'm very curious to hear what the deal is between uh, Google, the Google account linked to the publishers, and who gets the information. Do the publishers get the information about uh, their subscribers? Because that was the sticking point uh, that the issue that was happening between Apple and the publishers and why they didn't want to use well, Apple. The answer is yes, they do. Because Google Google's a little looser about that stuff and I don't think they would have mm. signed on otherwise. Possibly, but we don't yeah. know that for sure. Uh, let's talk about Android Pumpernickel, which is not the name of Android P. They didn't announce that. But they did announce Adaptive Battery using some deep learning, more AI, to figure out which apps you'll likely use and then manage the battery life appropriately to update only those apps. Adaptive brightness, similarly for the brightness on your screen. App actions will predict the next action in an app you're likely to take and present that to you, making it easier for you to get on to the next task. Something called slices uh, will let apps put their buttons elsewhere in the UI. The first example will be search. So if you search for Lyft, it will show you like two slices, like, oh, here are the current prices. Here's how to book a, a ride. An early developer program for actions and slices will open next month. Uh, and MLKit was introduced. Uh, MLKit will let developers work with Google's cloud or directly on the device to add machine learning. It is also cross-platform, cross so it runs on iOS and Android. I think slices were really interesting in that whole uh, uh, description. I, I don't think it's just button. it's, it's buttons. It's basically a, a slice of the entire app. Yeah, that yeah. They can that's true. Outsource no, good point. To. Yeah, so, so it's a way of uh, getting an app, a portion of the app outside of the app itself, so it can be reused in the whole system. Uh, it also means that Google can create UIs that don't require you to go to the app, so you stay within Google's I guess, context. Uh, It's an interesting concept. Android will add a dashboard that shows you how much you use your phone and prompt you to take a break. Uh, Notifications can be rolled up into a daily digest. Uh, YouTube will roll out that option this week. There's a Kids Are Awesome feature to help you manage your kids' screen time. All of these tools are launching with the company's digital well-being site later this uh, this later on uh, the, on Tuesday, which is the day we're recording this show. Uh, there's also a bunch of other digital well-being features. Android P will give you hard app controls to manage your time on your phone, like setting time limits. So an app will get grayed out when it hits the limit to remind you you shouldn't be using that. There's a feature called Shush that can have your phone go into Do Not Disturb when you flip it over on a table so it won't even vibrate. Do Not Disturb will also now mute visual disturbances like notifications. Uh, Wind Down Mode will set the phone to grayscale at a certain time of night when you're supposed to be asleep to kind of help you put the phone down before you go to bed. And coming this fall, starting with the Pixel, Android P Beta coming to Pixel Plus and seven devices right now. So you can get it now for the Pixel, Nokia, Vivo, OnePlus, Sony, Xiaomi, Essential, and Oppo phones. 
You know, as somebody who goes into airplane mode, of course, this is on iOS because that's what I have uh, regularly, but still that's like, that's sort of like an all or nothing thing. The idea to be like, I need to not be disturbed in certain scenarios in this certain way, or there are certain apps where I need to limit my time. You know, I'm on Instagram too much during the day or what have you. I, I love the idea of being able to get more granular with this. Yeah. Google Maps had a bunch of announcements too. Google Maps getting integration with Google Assistant. So you can ask it to do things like share your ETA with someone by text message or control the music while you're driving. You don't have to touch the device. Google now able to add new addresses to businesses and other locations directly to the map using AI and satellite imagery. So it can just look and say, oh, that's that's a burger joint. Let's add that. A uh, new feature called For You. Yes, they also use that phrasing in Google News. Will feature recommendations on Google Maps, trending listings, other new stuff to help you discover new places in your neighborhood. Google Maps will have a new score called Your Match to find you places you might like based on your preferences. Shortlist is a feature that lets friends vote on options. So if you're like, where should we eat? You can all use Google Maps to coordinate. That's coming to iOS and Android versions of Google Maps this summer. And soon you can get updates from small businesses and book appointments and make orders from within Google Maps. So making Maps more about just nav- more than about just navigation. A little bit more of like a Foursquare Swarm integration into Google Maps if you're already in there. Is this something you guys see yourself using? Because I definitely do. This is stuff where I've been using Google Maps kind of in a workaround for and wish it could do this kind of things. Not so much the group planning part, but the like, you know, understand what I'm looking for. Let me know when there's new stuff around that I might be interested in. Yeah, it's again, suggestions. Yeah, I I think I I like that. I'm also very impressed by the, uh, the, 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 its ability to read into photos and satellite imagery to populate its, uh, its data, database. That is really impressive again. Google will now combine AI with Street View on Google Maps. So labels, directions, and locations will show up on the screen. If you need walking directions, you can just hold it up and it'll show you the scene you're looking at and say, oh, you'll want to turn right, right up there. Also, Google Lens is going to use image and object recognition to identify stuff in your photos, things like landmarks or food. Starting next week, Google Lens will be integrated into the camera app of all Google Pixel devices, as well as the LG G7 and a few other Android phones. Lens can also recognize words in a picture to allow copy and paste from the real world. What? Point your camera to sign. Like, oh, I want to send the name of that place to my friend. Copy it out of lens in the photo into your text message. Uh, if you show it a menu item, you can say, what is that? And it'll show you a picture of the word that is on the menu. There's also something called style match that'll make suggestions for things that match the style of something you see in the camera, like furniture or clothing. Uh, and you don't even have to be taking a photo of it to do that. You can just do it live in the camera. In fact, real-time results is coming to more situations over time, they say. I feel like I should be using Google Lens more. All of the features seem awesome. Um, maybe it's, it's because I'm not using Android as my uh, phone, so maybe that's why I'm not using it. But it seems like uh, things that would make my life easier. Not sure why I'm not uh, using it more. I remember in 1999 wanting to take a headline out of the Screensavers website and show it to my boss and wishing, I wish I could just take it off the screen and carry it over to her. And this is almost that. Yeah, well, 
kind of would be, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or you could you could send them a picture, a photo of sure, the thing. Sure, but like I just wanted to grab it with my hands. Not, <laughs> not quite there. All right. Uh finally, Waymo for some reason got up on stage. They're not Google. They're a separate company owned by Google's parent company Alphabet. So I don't know what they were doing at Google I.O., other than the fact they used to be part of Google. Uh Waymo is launching in Phoenix with self-driving car service later this year. Uh, in other words, no no driver. Uh, this will be service available later this year in Phoenix. Waymo intends to partner with multiple car companies. Uh, they, they mentioned that. CEO John Krafchick said that deep learning research from Google Brain has reduced error rates for detecting pedestrians by 100 times. A very important thing for Waymo to emphasize in light of what Uber seems to have discovered regarding detection of pedestrians and the fatal crash that they suffered. Waymo said it has logged 6 million miles and also runs a constant simulation with 25,000 cars in it to prepare machine learning for new situations. For instance, weather driving. Simulations have allowed them to learn how to see through weather-related sensor noise like snow. Uh, so so bad weather driving has been one thing that has been more difficult for self-driving cars to learn how to navigate through, and they're making some progress there. So just to be clear, the service they're launching in Phoenix is a citywide uh, auto autonomous cab service, which you can uh, call with an app, correct? Yeah, I don't know how citywide it is. It may be limited to an but area it's of on Phoenix, public streets. But, but yes, public, it is on public streets. Not in a private park. Correct. And you can use an app to call for a cab, and it's basically Uber, autonomous Uber yeah. in Phoenix. Later this year. Mm -hmm. That is something that we did not expect no. to see happening so soon. And that could, if it works, now, of course, uh, Phoenix is probably an easier uh, city to navigate than some, I don't know, European city like yeah. Paris, for example. Right. Well, but, yeah, the, the weather-related stuff as well. It's, I mean, they have Phoenix dust storms and rain there, but not as often as other locations. Sure. So, yeah. yeah, but it's just like the organization of the city. It's a lot more perpendicular. It's, it's, it's more, yeah. It's, it's less more. traffic. And, yeah. um, but still, it's actually going to be a live service. Well, if it launches a live service for a real city. I'll be it's curious impressive. if there's not an actual Google or Waymo, sorry, Waymo person in there in these cars. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for some 100% clarification on that. Hey, thanks to everybody who participates in our subreddit. You can submit stories and vote on them at dailytechnewsshow.reddit.com and facebook.com slash groups slash dailytechnewsshow. Uh, before we get out of here, let's check the mailbag. Let's do it. Timmy D wrote in. This is in reference to Monday's show, and Robert was hoping to get some AR tips. J uh, Timmy D says, just wanted to send over a couple of companies that are doing AR for industrial uses, like the clean room situation that Robert was talking about yesterday. Realware has a headset that runs Android and can do most of what the uh, emailer described. He's talking about Robert. Realware.com. Also, Dacry, D-A-Q-R-I, has a platform and a headset, not as mature as Realware, but still cool, that can do what was described. Um, by the way, we had somebody else write in. Yeah, uh, Comey sent that to you. Yeah, to, to, to suggest Dacry as well. That's dacry.com slash worksense. Uh, HoloLens is capable, of course, says Timmy D, but you need good devs or a third party to help you build your application. And then uh, we forwarded these emails that we've been getting to Robert, and Robert just wrote back right before the show, thanks for all the awesome input. I may have just blown the department's budget for the next two fiscal years. Hey, you're welcome. 
welcome. Sent from my Commodore VIC-20 <laughs> is what his, his signature line. Uh, thanks to everybody who not only writes in for, for suggestions, but everybody who also writes in to help out. And also thanks to Patrick Bejar for being on the show today. Patrick, what has been going on in your world? Uh, well, listen, I'm going to address the listeners directly right now. If you're not listening to Le Rendez-vous Tech, then really you should. What are you doing? Like, okay, it's in French. You might not speak French, but you might want to speak French. You might want to practice your French. Well, go listen to Le Rendez-vous Tech. It's very easy. Just check it out on your podcast app or on frenchspin.fr. For instance, I know that what I'm wearing is a chapeau because of (laughs) – not because of Laurent de Vitek, but it could be because of Laurent de Vitek. So, uh, hey, and speaking of hats, folks, we have Daily Tech News Show hats. I'm Hooray! wearing one right now in the video if you're watching the video, but you don't have to look at the video to see it. You can go to dailytechnewsshow.com slash store. It's a real stitched hat. I'm ridiculously excited because, A, I love baseball caps, and because it's like real stitching. It's not like a patch. It's not printed on there. It's like a real baseball hat. And it's throwback. It's retro gear. If you want to pretend like you're DTNS 2017, you can get this hat. It's for, a, for our throwback days because it's got the old logo on it. Uh, and it's real sharp looking, Tom Merritt. I'll be honest. I don't care if anyone buys these or not. I just love having <laughs> one. Uh, but if you did want to buy one and support the show, you can go to dailytechnewsshow.com slash store. And of course, big thanks to everyone who supports the show directly on Patreon at patreon.com slash DTNS. We love to get your feedback, questions, comments, any ideas you might have. Our email address is feedback at dailytechnewsshow.com. We're also live if you can join us Monday through Friday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern, 2030 UTC. And you can find out more at dailytechnewsshow.com slash Live. Back tomorrow with Scott Johnson. Talk to you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, my name is Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic, and I'm excited to talk to you about Club Med. Club Med operates beach and mountain resorts and is the best all-inclusive getaway for families. They have Club Med Punta Cana, their flagship family resort, and many other options in Mexico, the Caribbean, and around the world. Club Med are the pioneers of the all-inclusive concept, which is the best way to vacation. Great for families, groups, or even solo travelers looking for land and water sports, delicious food. Food and a place to make unforgettable memories. Visit clubmed.us, call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.